Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks in Tinfoil Hats. I'm Avalon Gubernick. And I'm Connor Kenworthy. In today's episode, we will be covering the moon landing. Or should we say not so moon landing? Ooh. <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We just want to remind you guys to grab your snacks and your tinfoil hats and... We'll meet with you shortly. Hello, everybody. Um, we hope you all had a great week. We really do. My week has been all right. Well, let's say that the only thing, like, super good about this week was that we released our podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We released our first episode on Tuesday, and oh, my gosh. You guys were amazing. So much support and love from everyone. We really appreciate it. We did not think anyone would (laughs) We honestly thought it would be, like, our six friends. And and that's it. But even, like... My family is sharing it on Facebook, and yeah. I was like, oh, uh-oh, yeah, now my, people actually are going to listen. My nieces and nephews were texting me about it, <laughs> like, oops, that was super fun. They're, whole, pro- I don't know, they're, like, not even 14, and I'm like, how did you guys even find this? Like, Well, you posted it. I know, but it's still, like, I don't know, it's just weird. I yeah, forget that they're I forget getting older. that people are actually going to listen, and so now I'm, yeah. like, more self-conscious of have- what I'm saying. Friends in Australia listening that were giving us <laughs> feedback, and I'm like, dang, Chileans don't speak English, so no one I know <laughs> Chile is gonna listen. Oh, rip, it's okay. Uh, but today I'm freaking so excited. Oh, also, before we get into that, we are super good friend Tyler Scott Mitchell. Oh, the. <laughs> I love him. Almost at the love of my life. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know if that works from his side, but it's okay. It's okay. I don't care. <laughs> um, he is just like literally an amazing person and he bought us new microphones. So thank him for this amazing audio quality. Unless you hate our voices, then sorry about it. I mean, I hate my voice. So every time oh, I same. hear it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know why anyone <laughs> would want to listen. Um and I mean the auto what the audio Autobots. I've also realized <laughs> I probably have like a slight stutter when I speak because but I think it's just because like we're trying to get out so much information that you just stutter and I just get so excited I'm just yeah. like speak faster than my brain works um no but Tyler got us these new microphones that we're super excited for and Hopefully, that'll improve our audio quality a bit, but then we'll hopefully... My, one of my friends was talking about vocal editing. I don't know anything about that, but... Yeah, we'll figure we'll, it out. We're, we're learning as we learning. go. We just want to... Here's the thing. <laughs> Releasing episode one made us actually get our butts in gear and <laughs> be like, okay, we actually have to start recording. Yeah. My parents were all threatening. They're like, just make sure you keep your grades up while we're doing. <laughs> That's why we're only doing it once a week. Yeah. Um, but it's and fun. I still don't do my homework well, anymore. <laughs> I wasn't doing my homework before, <laughs> so this isn't changing. Oh, I took my first test at UVU today, though. Oh, that was really fun. Do you think you did good? Yeah, actually, I, did, I think I did really good. Did I don't think it was like a hundred percent, but definitely like 
solid A, B. Yeah, I took my neuroanatomy test yesterday. Ugh. I'm pretty sure I did pretty good. Oh, so I was just going to ask you what we were having for our snacks today. Ugh. Well, today, since we're covering the moon landing, we have two snacks. One that is keto-friendly and one that is not. But, so one of them, we have a cheese platter with, like, different cheeses, salami, and crackers. And we, that's because, like, you know, people think the moon is made out of cheese. So, haha. And then we also have moon pies, which is, like, <laughs> I don't freaking know. It's, it's graham a- cracker chocolate. Mar- it's a s'more. It's pretty much a s'more, but, like, Why is portable? it called moon pie? The marshmallow? I don't know. Also, I'm, like, trying to keep my neck up, and it <laughs> does not feel good. You can kind of, you want to switch where your microphone's at, kind of angle it better? No. There. I, like, feel like a freaking baby. Um, But, yeah, moon pies. I haven't eaten it yet, but I will. Get it out of the wrapper. Oh, it's, like, stuck. Welcome to our ASMR again. I didn't mean, I tried to open it before, so this wouldn't happen. Describe it to me. Because I really, here's the thing, I've never had a moon pie, moon, what? A moon pie, but I really wanted to try one. Can I just have a bite? I just want to have a bite. Describe it. I want to hear you describe it, yes. Underwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) It's like dry, right? It's like not. Not worth it. Like. I took like the smallest bite and I was like, I'm going to hate this because then I'm going to want the whole thing because I haven't had sugar. You don't. But I don't. Because, like, one, it's, like, the waxy fake chocolate. Yeah. And then the graham cracker is super dry. Little Debbie did not come through with this product. Yeah, weren't you just saying that Little Debbie was <laughs> dank or something? Yeah, Little Debbie's oatmeal pies are so okay, dank. Their oatmeal cream pies are so good. So good. But these moon pies, no. Sorry, Little Debbie. Zero out of ten would recommend. Um, oh, yeah. We went searching everywhere for actual moon pies. We Couldn't find the brand. Yeah, F this. We spent so much time finding these moon pies, and they're not even good. I know. So we got the Little Debbie version, which is, but whatever. They don't need to know that. Shh. Oh. Oh, well. I like to be transparent with our listeners. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we, uh, so, yeah, cheese plate, 10 out of 10. Love cheese. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Even though I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I also am having for my snack. I'm still having some of my so delicious because I'm not a heathen <laughs> that drinks. <laughs> I literally drink mine in like five seconds. I know. I like because to say because soda is water to me now. That's not healthy. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> um, should we get started? Oh yes. Okay. So, oh yes. So, oops! I just hit the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so I'm starting off with the history, um, of the moon landing, which I actually learned some stuff. Like, obviously I had learned a lot about this before, but there was some cool stuff that I learned. Um, so I actually got all this. They just did such an amazing job and like they didn't, they covered everything that I felt like was necessary, but not, what was I saying? (laughs) (laughs) The men in black just came you were saying you uh, felt yeah, like they, they covered, covered everything that was necessary. Who's they? Oh, uh, so I'm going to get to that. They covered oh, everything sorry. necessary that was, um, but like things that <laughs> weren't. Like, I don't know. There were just everything that they covered was necessary and there was nothing that I felt like that didn't need to be said that they said, but it was pretty much all from the Conspiracy Theories podcast. That's their name, Conspiracy Theories. Ooh. What? Also, I just like to make a side note that we're in a freaking blanket fort right now. Oh yeah, we made <laughs> just to take our conspiracy theories to the next level. We created a fort. 
just oh, for fun. We forgot our tinfoil hats this week. Oh, Next week. It's okay. Um, but we built a fort this week, so hey. Um, <laughs> sorry. So we're laying on the ground in Avalon's apartment with blankets draped over us. Okay, but this, sorry. <laughs> Ultimate sidetrack. But so this conspiracy, conspiracy theories podcast, they were super educated and just super well researched. Um, and yeah, they just covered everything. So I pretty much listened to that and then read on Wikipedia. So if you want to check them out, if you want like super detailed, uh, because I mean, I put my own spin on things in my yeah. own, like everything I'm going to say is fact, but I kind of tweaked it in my own words sometimes. Um, so I actually begin with my research it actually starts like pre-World War II oh. um, with a guy named Von Braun. He was a scientist in Germany. Um, and he ultimately worked for the German military designing, uh, like, rockets, like, miss- missiles and stuff. Um, but then when the Nazi party took over, he ended up joining the Nazis and yes. actually became um, one of the generals that was kind of oversaw, like, concentration camps and stuff. So he was... But then he was later interviewed and he said his relationship with the Nazis was actually complex because he didn't, like, he pretty much said, like, he really only joined the Nazis because he saw it as the only way that he could continue to do his work with rockets, um, like what he loved, and not pretty much be like thrown into a concentration camp himself. Oh, okay. So I mean, kind of a bad dude, but like, I'd like to think if I were him, I'd stand up and be like, "No, this is wrong. I shouldn't do that." But I mean, yeah. if I was in his position, maybe I wouldn't. If it was like between like, this is the way I can get my dream, and yeah. And it's I don't complicated. know. And I don't know. You will learn more about him as I go. And he like obviously I feel like he didn't really share the ideals of the Nazis from what I learned about him. But so it was interesting. So it starts with him. Um, he then so he kind of rose up through the ranks of the Nazis and he produced um, he being von Braun produced a V2 rocket that was capable of launching from Germany to London. Um, and Hitler himself actually referred to this rocket as a vengeance rocket like he was willing like i'm gonna take my vengeance out on um london so it was super crazy everyone was freaking out about it because it was super like high tech for for that time um it was actually better than anyone else's in the world so germany um was ahead of that and then if we jump over to the ussr theme what nothing (laughs) uh so and then we find sergey korolov uh and he was sergey sergey (laughs) I can't do accents. Hello, I am Sergey. Stop. <laughs> um, he. That's what he sounded like. Yeah, is that what he sounded like? I knew. Him. That's racist. <laughs> um, he was actually one of the leading rocket scientists for the USSR, but he had been put in a gulag, which was like a labor gulag. Pr- gulag. Sorry, I've I literally practiced saying that, <laughs> and I said it wrong. A gulag, a labor prison, um, and he was there for quite a while. So in 1944, the tide of the World War II kind of shifted, um, but the Germans launched their missile onto London, killing 3,000 people. So it was like a big Yikes. deal. Everyone was freaking out about it. So the Soviets were like, we're done with this. They ran in and ransacked Germany and seized control of the rocket facility that the V-2 was launched from. Um, and what they found was horrendous. It was just slave labor all over the place, people being forced. Um to to do work and it was just not good but they were like well this sucks but we're actually gonna steal this and the soviets were i wrote that the servants were like hey and started to take over the v2 factory (laughs) 
And uh, hey, LMAO, we're taking over your country. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> and then they were like, "Yo, Sergey, come out of prison and you know be in charge of this." Literally, they brought him out. Um, and so that was kind of the whole World War II thing, and that's kind of where it ended. And then after World War II was the huge. Everyone knows about the Cold War. It was the two superpowers of U.S. and Russia that were that came out of the World War. And um, they both had nuclear capabilities, and it was kind of like understood that neither one could really, like, war was not an option because they didn't want to pretty much destroy the world with nuclear bombs. But they were both trying to prove, like, who was the stronger of the two. And so this ultimately kind of led um, to the space race. But it kind of started out as both governments were seeking to make missiles that could go, so, like, the first missile that um, Von, what was his name, Von Braun did, could go from Germany to London. And so they started seeking out just making missiles that could go, like, across the world. So pretty much, like, Russia was like, can we make it to America and America? So that's kind of where it started was not necessarily, like, let's make it to space, but let's get rocket power that could get us. Because with the atomic bombs, they could drop it with airplanes. Mm -hmm. um, But you still had to get that airplane there and, uh, like, the location. But with a missile, you could, like, pinpoint exactly where you wanted it to drop. If it was carrying it, then it could be, like, catastrophic. Yeah. And be way worse. So they were trying to do that. And so, and then it was kind of started that way. And then it became kind of more of the space race that we kind of know as today. And so um, going into that, Von Braun and Korlov. Oh, I kind of went over that. So Von Braun and Korlov were both wanting to like use the things that they were running with their rockets and go to space. That was kind of both of their dreams. But they were just kind of going through the motions with the, the government. And the government kind of kept shutting it down. So Vaughn, oh, so sorry, I skipped a totally important part. <laughs> Going from World War II when um, Germany, what's the word? Freaking the white flag surrendered. Surrender. <laughs> they, white flag. When they surrendered, Vaughn Brown and his and other scientists that were working there um, actually ran to um, the Western Front and surrendered directly to American soldiers and wanted to seek asylum in um, America, which is also known as like Operation Paperclip. And so it was bringing some Nazi people into the States for asylum. Um, And so Von Braun was actually in the States at this time after the war. And so he began wanting to get, Kelly, do you need to vent? I'm serious, if you need, we will pause this. Come and sit. Come into the fort. Um, so we had to pause for a second. We had to help with some friend. With some friend. We had to help with some, <laughs> some friend. Girl. <laughs> some girl we know walked in and we we're like, hey. <laughs> no. Um, we were helping some friend. Okay, so I'm trying to remember exactly where I left off. I know I was talking about how Von Brown was now in the United States because of Operation Paperclip. So I'm just going to start from there. So he's now in the United States. And then him and... Um, wait, where the freak did it go am i on the wrong page so will you just like improv for a second while i find where i'm at this <laughs> podcast is brought to you by <laughs> moon pies they taste like shit and look like it too <laughs> f you little debbie and now back end. to <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> now back to our regular s- 
schedule program. Um, Thank you. So Von Braun and Korolev, both of their dreams were to take their rockets to the heavens. And so, but none of the governments were wanting to do it. They were like, no, we don't care. We just care about military stuff. So then Von Braun was like, screw this. And then he took his um, thought. So he's in America. He took his thought to the only way possible to get it subconsciously into everyone's brain. What was his thought's name? Disney. <laughs> he went to Disney. No, he did not. Yes, he did. What? I did and so not Disney, know that. yeah. So he went to Disney and he, they produced a special about like creating rockets to go to the heavens or whatever. So then once Disney like made that, the whole people were like, we should do this. And the government was finally like, okay, in the next three years, we will send a satellite to space. It was like, wow, that's all it took was Disney. Wow, Disney. This proof that Disney has had power over America well, since. Well, Disney's still alive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. When did he die? I don't know, but <laughs> so you don't Disneyland know. was open in. This oh, was actually no. I could be totally wrong. Fifties. This is like no. early fifties. Okay, I don't know. Um. Okay. So they finally approved Von Braun, and then he was like, "Yo, I can do this. I can get it done. I will get it." And they were like, mm, "No, because you have Nazi background, and we don't want your don't name." Need that. Yeah, they're like, "We don't want your name on our first program." So they gave it to the Navy. Because the Navy has so much experience, you know, with, like, space and not water. Oh, yeah. The Navy's so good at space things. <laughs> um, <laughs> not to make light of the Navy. We love them and everything that they stand Support for. Support our troops. Um, but Especially it was like, the yes, Space Force. We, oh, my gosh. So we're like, yes, like, they know everything about water. Let's give the space stuff to them. Um, and <laughs> so they took up the t- task, but they sucked at it. They were like. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, they know water, but not a vacuum. So uh, they fell behind schedule and, like, just pumped a whole bunch of money into it that wasn't going anywhere. Um, And then so the Soviets were, like, looking at this and, like, sucks for you. Um, And they successfully launched their first intercontinental missile that could go anywhere on the planet or into orbit. Mm -hmm. And it was called the R-7. And so the government was like, okay, we need to do this. And they're like, oh, this is just, like, a nifty time that we could also put cameras on satellites and use them to spy on like they could be spy satellites so they designed um and so this was this is also the u.s or the soviets well both ultimately okay. were wanting to do this so that's kind of one of the reasons they wanted to get up into space so though the soviets um were trying to build um a cylindrical kind of like the size of a beach ball um uh, that was hollow and that could re that could re- oh my gosh, can I speak English, can transmit a radio signal from space. And so on October 4th, in 1957, they successfully launched this into space, and it was known as Sputnik. Sputnik. So Russians were the first people to get a satellite into orbit. So then that was in October, and so on December 6th, the same year, 1957, the U.S. attempted um, to also get one of these um, satellites into the air, but it only made it four feet off the ground before it crashed to the ground <laughs> exploded. We suck. <laughs> so that happened, and then it was like the radio signal like exploded off and started transmitting from somewhere else, so everyone was making fun of them. Um, and so Von Braun was like, hey, I can get, you know, like, I can do it. I can get this into space in like 60 days if you give me the chance. And they were like, "Mm, maybe. So then NASA was formed for the space for space studies. Um, And they wanted to get a person into space. So in September 1959, this is a month before my mom was born. 
Um, Soviets were able to get a probe um, into space to get pictures of the moon, like, into orbit. And this was the first time, so they were able to orbit the moon, and it was the first time that we as a human race were able to see the dark side of the moon. So it was super cool. And again, the Russians beat us to it. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, so, They're so good. Uh, so around the same time, um, Fidel Castro took control of Cuba, and they were allies with Russia. And Cuba is just ninety miles off the coast of the U.S. So he took con- <laughs> control of Cuba, and they were just worried that people that oh, they were worried about having an ally so close the to the United States. The Cuban mis- Missile Crisis happened later. So then. In May of 1961, um, Alan Shepard was the first person in the Freedom 7 to um, make it into space. And he was his flight was 15 minutes, and he was in space for six minutes. Was um, that U.S. or Russian? That was U.S. Okay. Um, where did I – I lost my spot. That's because I got lost. So actually, before this in 1960, the Russians got two dogs into space. They were yeah. first living creatures. And then we sent a chimpanzee. Um, and then, oh, so, and then before we got a person into space, the Soviets beat us again. And in April, they got Yuri Gagarin. He was the first person to ever be in space. Uh, but his ship malfunctioned on his way back. So he had to re eject, but he still made it. Um, back to Earth alive. Yes, Yuri. Yes, Yuri. We stand Yuri. Um, and so, Yuri. but the Soviets were so secretive about their like idea or their study of space that they we don't know if he was the first one to serve like first to survive or if he was the first one to make it into Earth's orbit or just the first one to go and make it back alive. Probably the first to go and make it back alive. Probably. Because the U.S. killed so many people. Yeah, and Soviets were super secretive and only released information afterwards. So, and then that's, one month after that was when Alan Shepard made it into space for six minutes. And he did his six-minute time in space. Um, so then Kennedy um, became president. And he was like, in 1961, he was like, yo, let's put a person on the moon by the end of the decade. And everyone was like, this well, some people actually found it very controversial because um, they knew that the space race was kind of our last chance to show our superiority over Russia. So it was like a big deal. They're like, we have to do this and we have to get it done correctly. Um, high stakes. Yeah. Interesting. And so, yeah, it was super high stakes. So then in October of 1962, uh, the Soviets put nuclear missiles. Oh, we put nuclear missiles into Italy and Turkey. And the Soviets were like, what the heck are you doing? If you're going to do that, we're going to put missiles in Cuba. And then we were like, mm, take your missiles out of Cuba. And they were like, we will if you do. Like, It was just like this huge standoff for like 13 days and no one knew if um, a nuclear war was going to happen. But um, after two weeks, uh, both decided to pull out of both of their um, areas and, you know, go back. <laughs> Kelly was taking a picture, so it distracted me. So everything was good after those kind of two weeks. I mean, tensions were still high, but there were no missiles in Cuba or in Turkey or Italy. So November 22nd, 1963, Kennedy was assassinated and Johnson became president. And he agreed to also take on the, pre- the former president's challenge to get to the moon by the end of this, the decade. Um, and so they first created Saturn V, um, which was huge. It had five engines in order to help it get off the ground. And Von Braun... Um, was charged with developing a navigational system that was accurate enough to get to the moon that was two two thousand three hundred and no wait 
238,000 miles away. I can't read commas. Wear your glasses. I am, can see fine. <laughs> Um, in July 1964, we finally got our first probe to the moon. This is five years after Russia got oh. theirs, where they, we saw the black side of the moon. The dark black, the dark side of the moon. Um, and then in March um, 1965, we became involved in the Vietnam War. And so at this same time, uh, a Soviet named Alexei Leon- Leonov. <laughs> I don't know how to say that last name. R-A-P, he. Alexei. I'm sorry, Alexi. You know the name of the dude from yeah, Stranger, from Stranger Things? Things. Oh, I like R. to R. think we're friends. Um, he was the first one to do a space walk. So he was the first one to like exit his capsule and like walk around. Well, not like it's on not the, like walking. not like on the moon, but just like go out into yeah. the space. Um, but his suit wasn't oh, um, like set up to be without the atmosphere of the Earth. So when he went out of his spacecraft, his suit started expanding because of the oxygen, and he was, like, couldn't move and was, like... Uh He didn't, like, pass out, but he was, like, incapacitated, like, couldn't do anything. And so he was told to use the air from his suit as, like, ventilation to, like, push him back into Mm -hmm. his thing. So that was, like, terrifying. Like when Wally uses the fire extinguisher. Yeah, exactly. So he, like, had to, like, get back into his suit like that. This is the second time we've talked about Wally. (laughs) I'm telling you, underrated movie, underrated (laughs) movie. I hate him. He, um, so, uh, so that was super scary for the Soviets. So then in June, 1965, um, Edward White was the first American to do a spacewalk. This is just also showing that Soviets beat us. Um, and he was on the Gemini seven, um, which was in orbit for two, two weeks, but he was the first one to do, um, a spacewalk for the Americans. And so... Um, we started building a rocket um, to get to the moon called the the S7, and the Soviets couldn't get the same like power and like resources to build a rocket that big to get something like that off the ground. And so there, the Korolev dude who was um, in the concentration camps in Russia, who was like the lead scientist for them, he actually died. Um, during just a routine surgery because his heart gave out from all of his time in the gulag. Oh, shit. Um, and so that was super sad. And that's kind of when America started to pull ahead was after he died. Um, and so, um, but that year after he died, they were, they did beat us to the moon and did a soft landing. I mean, like they sent an unmanned probe to the moon that got there without crashing. Um, and then that same year, Neil Armstrong was able to dock a second satellite with another one in space. And that was the first time two um, were able to like, uh, I, I didn't write the word like hook up in space so it was okay. a super big achievement and then um, in June 1966 we achieved our first soft landing and then in August our first lunar o- orbit and so in January 1967 this was our first um, attempted uh, mission which would later be renamed Apollo 1 and it had um, several crewmen on it and when they went to take off, there was a spark that actually ignited the pure oxygen tanks. Um, and it um, was fatal for those on. And it was broadcasted. Yeah. So, so it everyone was, saw it. So, you know. I watched that mo- freaking movie. 
Yeah, it was not good. So it convinced me further about the moon landing. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> so that was just super sad, and that was kind of their first attempt. So it was like super bad because Congress was pissed, and they were like, "No, mist- more mistakes can happen. Like we have to like do this right." And so NASA was super stressed. So then in November 1967, um, Apollo 4 was launched, and it had the weight of a Navy battle cruiser. And it showed that we had the capability of getting something that heavy to leave the Earth's atmosphere. That one was not manned. It was just like a probe. And so then in April 1968 um, was Apollo 6. And then in 196 or and then later that year in December, Apollo 8 was one of the first ones to leave the atmosphere and orbit the Earth. And then... Um, they were worried about sending men into like to the moon because of the Van Allen radiation belt. And this was be, they were, and this was one of the things the Russians were having trouble with. It was, they thought they needed the lead or like um, a lead wall. Yeah. A lead wall to protect from the radiation. But NASA said it wouldn't be a problem because they would only be in there for like a limited amount of time. So it's, they said it was no more radiation than getting like a CT scan. So, <laughs> You'll get your time. I'm almost done. We're in 1968. So um, they did a couple other dry runs with 9 and 10. And then on July 16th, 1969, 1 million people were in Cape uh, Canaveral. I don't know if I Canaveral. Yeah. um, To witness the launch. And 25 million people were tuned in on TV to witness the launch. Um, So then I asked my mom and dad if they remember where they were (laughs) Um, on the – when – they when it was broadcast yeah broadcast and liftoff happened and my mom said she was 10 years old and they were all at my grandpa's sister's house in the basement and they just said everyone was super excited and my dad was like we were going camping and i don't even think i watched it (laughs) so but me (laughs) you know so well like the greatest things in history uh, and my dad was like, yeah, we, he's like, I just remember being camping that night and looking up on the moon and be like, wow, there's guys up there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dad, cool. Um, but so my dad, okay, shout out to my dad. He actually works for PBS. And he said that just last year, because it was the 50th anniversary, um, PBS did a huge, super cool, it's called the summer of space program. And he said that him and my mom watched it and they loved it. So if you're super interested in space and the moon landing, go and watch that. And then if we just got to get to the moon landing, I am almost done, guys. Then I'll wreck you. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you. Um, so after the four-day journey, they entered into the lunar orbit, and Armstrong and Aldrin climbed into their capsule called the Eagle um, that would take them to the surface while Michael Collins stayed in orbit. And this was super interesting to me. He is known as the most isolated man because he stayed in orbit of the moon, and then while he was on the dark side of the moon, moon he had no radio contact with anyone Mm -hmm. so like if anything happened while he was over there he'd be screwed yeah and so he was all by himself while armstrong and aldrin had each other so he's known as like the most isolated man and i was like i'd be terrified i would be crying yeah no i everyone's like i want to be an astronaut that terrifies me i never want to go to space no 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 no. i'm okay star wars love watching it on (laughs) screen but do not want to live that no um okay so then it was super stressful because when Armstrong and Aldrin were piloting their Eagle down to the surface, he was using a ton of fuel trying to find a good place to land, which was super dangerous because they needed that fuel as for like the thrust to get off the surface and back mm-hmm. to their shot or to their um, rocket. 
And so finally they said that the eagle had landed or the eagle landed in the Sea of Tranquility, which is kind of a relatively smooth spot on the moon compared to other areas. And then boom, they were on the moon. Um, Neil Armstrong botched his line. He said that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, but he was supposed to say that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. So his moment of fame and he messed up. Yeah. Like me, every time I speak and I stutter over I mean, it's my a words. good intro for the song NASA by Ariana Grande. <laughs> That's about it. Um, And so there were TV cameras attached to the outside so everyone could watch. Um, Statistics said that there was half a billion people, about one-sixth of the total population at that time, were tuned in on watching this because they were watching it all over the world. Um, But the camera was using slow-scan technology, which was about 30 years old, and incompatible with broadcasting technology. So it was broadcasted to the Goldstone Observatory in the Mojave Desert, um, and then had a camera pointed at that monitor that was then broadcasted. No, okay. <laughs> it was broadcasted to the rest of the world. Um, and there were other places that were that were receiving the transmission, like Australia, that were broadcasting to like their citizens. Um, Australia and had then, the best broadcast. Yeah, they because I don't remember how it worked, but they had. I don't like, remember us too late to write. I, all it was that. probably in the middle of Australia. I know there's nothing out there, and so it was probably just super dark, and they were able to get like clear like no interruptions you know what i mean yeah so that's my theory <laughs> so they took a ton of pictures while they were on there they planted an american flag on the moon um and then just lastly so then there were a couple other apollo missions after that but it ended with apollo 17 in 1972 which was the last time we decided to go to the moon and if apollo 13 was another super scary one um where they tried to go to the moon but then there were issues and so they had to come back and if you want to learn more about that, go watch Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. So, Is that the one? No, I think that's Apollo 12. There's like a scary movie. And like these aliens come. I watched it. No, this one is not about aliens. This one is very real. It's they. So they were going, like they entered orbit, but then there was a leak, like an Uh-oh. oxygen leak in their thing. So they had to pretty much get into like their... The the capsule that would go down to the moon, they pretty much all got in there and were able to create like section or whatever and kind of that's how they saved themselves but that is all the history i have for you i thank you so much literally just hauled through that because avalon said she has so much research and i have 11 pages yeah not double i mean if you really wanted to hear history you wouldn't be listening to us you'd want it you want to hear about the conspiracies so yeah i hauled through that and i just i'm just so excited because i love this theory it this is the theory that got me, like, into conspiracy theories in general. Because I legit believe this one. Oh, my gosh. Like, all the ones that we've talked about, like, yeah, they're convincing. But I'm like, mm, maybe. I'm so, a thousand percent. So, you know percent- how we said that this podcast would end when Avalon goes into a bunker and I'm, like, reporting for myself, being like, Avalon is now off the grid and I am alone? That's This is what's going to start it, is because she is convinced I about this I just am so freaking passionate about it because none of it like just reading it even just made me convinced further like i a thousand percent believe that the moon landing was fake and like okay, i'll go let's into hear the evidence i don't want to just yeah no and i'll go into my own theories because i've while doing this research i've literally I come up with two theories now okay so now i kind of just want to go into first before like the evidence 
just like what might have motivated the government to fake the moon landing and basically just like Connor summed it up pretty well about like the space race and the cold war like the space race wasn't just like this fight to see who could get to space first like it was an ideological kind of a fight between the capitalists of the west which was represented by the u.s and then like communist ideologies of the east which was represented by the soviets so it's basically like the soviets and the u.s fighting to like don't like have this like dominating power and like assert their dominance um so like connor said they each had like their very powerful weapons but they never used them because it was like if it would cause just a catastrophe so three so like space was this way that they can assert their dominance and it was like another frontier that they could conquer rather than just conquering like small countries around them. So pretty much this was just a giant pissing match between countries. Basically. And the space race was like the middle of it. They're like, okay, whoever wins the space race is like the best. Um, So like Connor was saying, Soviets were ahead of us literally the whole time. Like they put Mm, the first satellite. the whole time. Yes, literally the whole time. They placed Mm. the first satellite. They put... The first man into space. He was the first to orbit the Earth. Hold on. Um, I raised my hand. <laughs> um, that's all I have. We were literally so behind. Yeah. Can I just yeah, go. vote that you don't yell at me? <laughs> I will yell at you. My friend said, we sh- they, if you're listening, take a shot every time I say listen <laughs> at Connor very aggressively. It's because she's because like... Because Connor tries to interrupt me no. when I literally let him talk for 30 minutes and I just okay, sat here and bit my tongue. No, because... So now it's my time. I just w- want to address things as they come up. Okay, not... fine. What? I, well, no, I don't know. No, what? <laughs> what no, did we I do already... first? What? What did we no, do I'm first? No, I'm just saying, like, it was that time where we got the man on the moon. Duh. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, I'm not saying the man on the moon. I'm just saying before that, we were okay. so behind. We were behind the majority of the time. So the only way to show, like, that capitalism was better was to land a man on the moon. Which... Convenient? I think not. Wait, I just want to, like, put this, like, <laughs> capitalism, man on the moon. Somehow those go hand in they hand. They don't. <laughs> but, like, that's how no, I know. it I went. It. And so JFK, the president, like Connor said, he announced that we would get a man on the moon by the end of the decade. And even after his assassination, Lyndon B. Johnson, like, swore to keep that promise. And then July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong, quote, landed on the moon. He did. Close quote. Um, so basically, the first motivation was, like, propaganda. And so, like, We've the all motivation seen the Nazi to propaganda. fake... What? I've said we've all know what propaganda is and seen, like, Nazi propaganda. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't be the first time that the U.S. government has done something to, like... Oh, really? Like what? To manipulate public opinion. Let me go into it. I'll tell you. (laughs) Okay, okay. During the Cold War, the CIA was involved in something called PSYOPs, which is Psychological Manipulation Operatives. And basically, it was to manipulate public opinion on certain ideologies like capitalism and American individualism and like convince them that that was the best. Um, also the U S government faked a missile interception. Um, I didn't write a lot of details on that. (laughs) (laughs) I know it was during the star Wars thing. The what? You don't know about star Wars. 
No. Freaking JFK made up this thing about Star Wars. They called it Star Wars, but it was, like, with lasers and missiles. And basically what you were talking about, I'm, like, put making the missiles go around the world or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, into space. Yeah. And so they basically told the Soviets that they, like, intercepted a missile when oh. really it ended up they didn't. So, like, if they would make up something like that or, like, do psychological ma- manipulation, why wouldn't they fake the moon landing? Also, I forgot to mention this. All my information is from the Conspiracy Theory Podcast and Wikipedia. Wikipedia was actually super helpful. Yeah, I feel like my the majority of mine came from Conspiracy Theories and then yours came from Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's, like, one of the motivations. The second motivation was about NASA funding and, like, their reputation. So, conspiracy theorists claim that NASA faked the landing to avoid humiliation. Hum- oh, my gosh. Wow, you're Hume- developing Humiliation and to ensure that it continued to get funding. Because they raised $30 billion to go to the moon. This was the Soviets. No, this is it, NASA. Oh, NASA yes, raised thirty billion dollars to go oh, okay. to the moon. I just got and confused so they when were you like, said that they were playing off humiliation. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. They didn't want to be humiliated. They oh, were like, yes, yes, yes. We have to land on the moon so that we continue to get funding and people True. don't feel like it was they like wasted their money. And he's, I even read something on Wikipedia that said that we NASA used taxpayer dollars to pay for it. Like, yeah, without probably. asking. Um, I, I would 100% I believe that conspiracy. And in the end, like, all of the cost of all the Apollo missions yep. was $25.4 billion. Billion. And they raised 30, and million, 30 million in the beginning. Just for the First Apollo one. 11. Yeah. Okay. So, they ha- like, they spent a lot of money. So, yes. like, they had to do it. Yeah. Because if not, people would be like, NASA's stupid. Yes. So that's another motivation. Third motivation I have is the Vietnam War. So the American Patriot Friends Network claimed in 2009 that the landings helped the United States government distract public attention from, from the, the Vietnam War, war which okay. was very unpopular. Yeah, that people did not, not good. like being involved in that war. Because the landings ended about the same time that the U.S. ended its involvement in the war. So, like, Apollo 17 oh. was around the same time Vietnam War ended. Okay. So, it was convenient. Okay. So, those are the motivations, which to me are, like, the most compelling evidence. Like, yeah, they have other evidence, but just the motivation to me is, like, they. it was such high stakes that they needed. Like, if we didn't land on the moon, we would have lost the Cold War. Yeah. Like, I'm convinced yeah no so i can we see needed that. it and i'm like obviously it's my turn to play devil's advocate and then with the whole like it ending at the same time as the war we do know that like war it tends to be very lucrative for our economy yeah so i mean like at the same time that the war ending and then um fun like the missions ending kind of go hand in hand because i feel like less revenue from the war output and then um they would have ha- ultimately be getting less money i feel like because there's less money in our economy so, I don't know. I can see how they... They're, it's, like, shady, but I can also see, how like, how those kind of would go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, my second kind of point is, was moon landing even possible in the 1960s? Like, 
researchers and theorists have like gone into this and okay like, before you get too much into this i just wanted to say that i when my brother was living in houston we went and and this is just the craziest thing to me you can take this as you will whether or not it's supporting you or it's just me telling something cool but we were in like the command like we were in like the back booth of like the command station and they were talking about all of it and they were literally like your cell phone this was back in 2014 too but when like smartphones were like a thing definitely but like they still can do so much more now they were like your smartphone contains more computing ability than like all of command central in houston to get them into yeah to the moon so i thought that was super interesting take that as you will yeah and that's what i have here like this is just my own note that i put i'm like space travel has become so much cheaper and so much easier due to like technological advances since apollo 17 which was the last man mission sent to the moon so like why haven't we gone back and people argue like there's no need to go back like there's Mm -hmm. nothing there for us but i'm just like i don't know i just think it's weird that like it's so much easier now but we haven't gone back but anyway everyone's kind of well not saying this is like why we haven't gone back but like i find it interesting too that now everyone there's kind of i feel like there's almost like a new space race and it's like getting someone to mars which is like everyone keeps talking about that not and this isn't like an argument against the moon or anything i just think that that's interesting that we're kind of now living in a day and age where like we are trying to do that over the moon and we're trying to get to mars instead and so i guess maybe it's already been to mars apparently oh yeah according to our (laughs) our lizard theory episode but um no i just find it interesting too that i feel like Maybe this is an argument towards, like, we did make it to the moon. It's like, why would we setting... Why would other countries, too... I guess maybe it's only America that I've really heard. No, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we sent our people to the moon, but no other countries have. True. So, like, why aren't they going just to say they did? Yeah. Like, like why are they allowing us being superior to them still, like, 50 years later? I don't know. Unless they're just thinking, like, we have to outdo them. Like, let's get to Maybe. Mars first. So, I don't know. I just think it's cool. It That was more of just, like, interesting to me to think about. No, that yeah, that's we're super in... interesting. And that's what I have. Like, c- computers in that time were super primitive. Like, they were huge computers that took up the whole desk. Like, they weren't yeah. sold commercially. No one had a computer, like, in their house just for no. fun. Like, they were like, so TVs new. Like, were, like, the popular thing right yeah. at that point. And so, like, just taking that into account, like, it's very hard to imagine like a computer like that sending a fully manned mission to the moon yes um also the soviets made it to the moon not with a human 10 years before the moon landing so the technology was there but we made it to the wait but that technology no 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 no. yeah i put 10 years before the moon landing so the technology was there, but we didn't make it to the moon. The Soviets did. Yeah. So, like, that's the part where I'm like, it would make sense if we had made it to the moon first. And I'd be like, okay, cool. We're so technologically, like, ahead of everyone. Like, it would make sense. But the fact that we were so behind and, like, not good at anything and so many things failed. And then all of a sudden we're like, ta-da, we're on the moon. Like, what? Yeah. It just doesn't compute into my head. Yeah. No, and I get that. I also get that I think... Because, like, one thing that I found super interesting was, like, we literally didn't do anything first until that their, sci- their main head scientist, Kar- Kar- Karvlov or whatever his name was, he died. And so then I feel like that could have also set them back, like, just 
you know. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think maybe the Russians could, like, if maybe if he had been alive, they could have beat us. Yeah. But then it's also, so I feel like that's a big factor. But then it's more like they were also seemed like they were trying to get people into Earth, but maybe not. I don't. How do I want to say that? Well, yeah, to the moon. And then, but like maybe the reason like our satellites were so far behind is because maybe we were focusing more on like a human being on the moon. You know what I mean? Like maybe it was like their priority on the the same thing. Like maybe we always view it as like we were all, then this is just my theories is like maybe we weren't, maybe both countries weren't like the moon is the goal. Maybe the USSR was like, let's just get into space so we can like spy or even just, like, get someone into space, and we were, like, moon, 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 moon. Maybe. And so, like, that's why their satellites were, like, doing well. And we were, like, doing satellites and probes and stuff. But, I mean, they still sent probes to the moon. So yeah. I don't, I don't like, know. Like, they got to the moon first. Yeah, so I don't know where that – but I was, like, maybe it was kind of different ideals. Like, we were, yeah, like – I guess, but no. You're wrong. <laughs> um, my last thing about if it was possible – was about the Van Allen radiation belts. Oh, yes. You were getting mad. When I was getting so mad because after I had never heard this, like I've heard most things about the moon landing conspiracy, but I have never heard this. And I was like, shook. So a man moon mission would have been impossible because you can't survive the radiation in deep space. And this is called the Van Allen radiation belts. And so, um, or this was from the conspiracy theory podcast but they said the capsule would have needed lead walls to protect the astronauts and the apollo 11 did not have that they had freaking aluminum walls and connor said that nasa responds and says like it's only the radiation of a ct scan but like it it's more than that like it's not they kind of just like okay wait give me two seconds why do you have a rebuttal yes I just, hold on. Can I keep going while you find it? Yeah, of course. Also, just another fact, no humans have passed this Van Allen belt since this mission. In 1998, they came close, but they didn't pass it. So I'm just saying, like, if it's so safe, like NASA claims, why haven't we done it again? Like, why haven't, and I'm not even saying, like, gone to the moon, but, like, gone into deep space and, like, passed this, like, belt. Because if we're freaking supposed to go to Mars... How are we going to pass that? That's true. But if like if we knew that that was such a bad thing, then why would we like you said, why would we why would we be trying to go to Mars if we knew it was impossible to pass? Well, I'm just saying maybe now like that they know that they're creating capsules that are more like that have those lead walls, which apparently are too heavy. Like that's why they didn't do it in the first place. But I'm like, I feel like we have more like knowledge now that we could probably do that true true i'm just saying back then they didn't and so they're just like whoop-de-doo go ahead yeah have fun dying from radiation and i was trying to find that spot on wikipedia that said it and it there really wasn't a ton on it but i thought there was like another argument with it but yeah ultimately i thought it was just interesting that it said that NASA stated so whether or not it is just something that it just is kind of a coincidence we haven't made it it just kind of said it was no more than like a normal CT scan radiation so yeah and I'm just gonna because next I'm going into the claims like the main conspiracy hoax claims and like 
on Wikipedia, there's, like, all these claims from conspiracy conspiracy theorists, and then right underneath it is, like, rebuttals, and it's just, like, direct quotes from NASA, and I'm just, like, my biggest thing is for every hoax claim, NASA has an answer, and I just think that's too convenient. Like, so, if they- wait, wait, no, wait. no, 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 listen, <laughs> I'm just Everyone saying- take a shot. <laughs> if- they have all the answers. Why don't they just freaking release all the information? Like, why are they hiding stuff What information stuff still? are they not releasing? They just, like, they've hid stuff for so many years, like, footage and pictures. Like, we don't have all of it. But at the same time, like, I read somewhere that it was, like, one of the theories was that all the the photos that have been released were too high quality. It was like, well, of course NASA's not going to release just some low quality photo that no one's going to care about. So like, yeah, there's probably just stuff that they're like, eh. I'm just it's, saying the fact that they have an answer for everything, like, so it, makes but me mad. here's the thing: if they didn't have an answer for anything, would you be like, oh, they don't know how to answer this, so this proves we didn't make it to the moon? I feel like that would be your argument then. No, but like, I would believe them more if they didn't have like a couple quite answers to questions than like them being like boom 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 oh let me even get hey, into wait, it wait wait no. wait no because this has also been around for 50 years it's not like it just happened and they're like oh we don't know how to explain that yet you know what i mean like people i feel like have been trying to prove that the moon landing was fake for years and they've had just all this time with scientific reasoning to prove it what happened okay and anyway. i feel like in 50 years we would have been able to prove it by now i just okay Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the claims. Let's hear the them. evidence, I should say, not claims, because they're fact. <laughs> oh my gosh! Whatever. Okay, first I'm gonna talk about my favorite because this to me is like the most basic, and I understand it the most. Because uh-huh. a lot of the stuff I'm gonna say, like half the stuff I don't really understand because of a lot of sciencey things. But let's talk about film and photo oddities. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> So what, first, was, what was that transition noise? Okay. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, so the first claim is that the video could have been pre-recorded because the live broadcast that they showed on TV, like you said, was just a recording of a monitor. So, yes. like, they had a monitor and then a TV camera was pointed at it, and that was the, like, broadcast that everyone yes. saw. Do you Wait, do you want me to rebuttal as you go? Can I say one more thing? Yes. Um, and so NASA says this is because the camera on the rocket was too old to be compatible with broadcast technology, which I think like, why would you do that then? So why wouldn't you get a better freaking camera? (laughs) My argument, I guess would be, so my dad, um, he, before his job now, he had his own business and it was a video editing business Mm -hmm. and everything. So he did that in like the early nineties. And so that was, but I just remember everything he did was like, he had to like save up for every purchase. Like his computer was like, it's like some piece of junk now, but like he had like some top of the line computer that was like a couple thousand dollars. Like everything was so expensive back then. So I feel like with all these tests of like getting people to the moon, it'd be like, they're spending so much money as they're going. And they're like, honestly, I feel like almost like they're like, we're going to do this, but like chances are slim that it was going to work like everything that had to happen had to almost go perfectly because and so they're like why waste all this money on putting this expensive televised equipment and then it, like there was stuff where like when the other apollo missions went they 
were able to do better footage and they were able to do broadcasting. So it's kind of like they didn't really know if they were even going to make it. And they're like, why pump all this money on like recording devices when we don't even know that we're yeah, going to make it? Yeah, but I'm not saying like you have to buy the newest and the bestest camera, but they were using 30 year old technology. Like, why not use something like not new, but like good enough that it's able to do what it's supposed to do? Fair. It's just weird to me that, like, everyone was so excited watching this quote-unquote live broadcast when it was just, like, no, it's like, like me, you're watching on TV, like, something, like, me recording something. It's like a podcast. Like, we're not live. We're, yeah. We're a couple days ahead or a couple weeks. And like, so I'm just saying, like, it just leaves for a lot of, like, fabrication. Okay. Um, can I rebuttal? Okay, you can keep going and I'll also conspiracy theorists go against the quality of the live broadcast that it was grainy and but, it's because they use 30 year old technology yes. and they because were because the low bandwidth required less energy. Yes, I call bullshit that excuse me. You can't say that word your mom said I call BS. BS. <laughs> um, no, but or they were also they like, use footage to hide crappy footage to hide the fact that the footage was pre-recorded I, I disagree but um i also i the part of the reason it was crappy footage too was because they were taking video of like a video and yeah like, anyone that's taking a picture of but a picture, even the people the in australia who had like the live broadcast yeah, they didn't they have didn't... a recording of the live broadcast yeah. they had the actual live thing we're still saying it was bad quality yeah but it was also 69 like it wasn't even i know but i'm just okay. saying i know and i like you i just play devil's advocate i know and that's and i'll go into like how this like stuff about the broadcast kind of plays into my new theory that i've made up okay or should i say it now oh, whichever you prefer i'm gonna say it right now since it's relevant so after reading this it's not my theory like i'm not gonna claim that it's mine i th- think i saw a tweet about it or a meme on instagram i know it was a meme it's not mine but it got me thinking i was like oh my gosh yes someone was telling me that we made it to the moon like we landed on the moon yep that time but since like it was such high stakes the government was scared so they pre-recorded the moon landing like they just did one on the sound stage and that's the footage that they showed okay because they were worried like what if they didn't make it? Like, they didn't want to have an Apollo 1 fiasco where everyone sees, like, a rocket go up into flames and astronauts die. See, so they're I like, I could see that. But at the same time, on Wikipedia, they were talking about how in the videos you can see, like, when the astronauts step on, like, the ground of the moon. Like, the particles go higher than they would ever on Earth because there's less gravity. And then they would settle in a way that, like, super fast. Like, there was no air for them to, like, get kicked up in. So there was no, like, dust clouds. It was just particle, like moon particles, leaving from the force of their foot and then settling back down. So I mean that it would be like impossible to do that in a studio, even I'll because go into people. The theory later. Well, and people were saying like <laughs> you could use like harnesses and like slow motion technology to make it look like they're walking yeah. on the moon, but like you can't really fake that. Like you can't do the particles. I think you can. Um, okay. okay. In 1969. Yeah. Okay. If we can freaking put a person on the moon, you could freaking fake it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can get a person on the moon, technology is available for that. Technology is also available to fake it. But do you think, could you go the opposite way and then say, if you have the technology to fake a moon landing, you could just do a moon landing? Sure. Okay. 
Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> now we're going to move from the film and go to photos that were taken. Okay. So. Do you have copies of all these photos? Yeah. Okay, and we'll I, try to post I have them. a document and yeah, we'll post them on our Instagram probably, but I'll just show you. Okay. Deal. So this first photo. So in some of the photos, crosshairs appear to be behind. Don't look at the rest. Though. Oh, sorry. I'll show you. Wait. In some photos, the crosshairs appear to be behind objects. So the cameras were fitted with a Rizal plate, which is a clear glass plate with a reticle etched on, making it impossible for any photographed object to appear in front of the grid. So conspiracists often use this evidence to suggest that objects were pasted over the photographs and hence obscure the reticle. And like even crosshairs were sometimes rotated or in the wrong place. And uh, yeah. Those. So the rebuttal to this was. Wait, look oh. at this picture first. Yes, I am looking at that picture. Are you on Wikipedia? Yeah. You're cheating. <laughs> no, I'm here to okay, I'm fine, here to give a good it. argument. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> yes, you should. So I already read it. <laughs> So this was saying that this really only happened in copies of the pictures, not in any of the originals, and it's because of overexposure. So it's just like a thing that would happen when things were being like in the newspaper or cropped or edited in ways to like match things that were being posted. That's what caused them. Like none of the originals that NASA has are you see crosshairs changing. It's just from the mass publicity that it was getting and things being altered. Um, and they like on Wikipedia, if you read about it, it goes super in depth about like how that, and like if Kelly was here, she could probably go into photography about it, but it was just like it, none of the originals, the crosshairs like change. It's all from like how editing. How do you know what's the original or not though? What? What? What if some of those are the original and they're just like, oh, that's a copy. Well, then you could, you could <laughs> pick one and say that's the original and then the other ones would be different and copied. Okay. Okay. Um, also people claim that these photos, the quality of the photos are like implausibly high for this time period. Like for 1969, like the photos look really good when like they should not have looked that good. True. I, yeah. I I don't have a picture of that, but. I mean, we can post some of the pictures that are posted on here. And I do know that on their suits, like the. The pictures that were taken off, like, their suits, they did have higher quality cameras than, like, on the outside, which also probably goes with the fact that the outside of their spacecraft was exposed to a lot more. So, another reason maybe they didn't want to spend expensive stuff. So, I mean, I feel like it's possible that they could have just had really nice cameras because they did want proof of it. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably more to that, but. Okay, next. There are no stars. In any of the photos. So, moon doesn't have an atmosphere, correct? So, you should be able to see stars very clearly. Like, very clearly. I disagree, but you can go. So, people, conspiracy theorists um, theorized that NASA might have blacked out the background because it was too hard for them to make stars. And if they did fabricate stars... Um, astronomers would have been able to use them to determine whether they were taken from the earth or by from the moon because you can like identify constellations and like parallax 
so like NASA was like, that's too hard. Like people will <laughs> catch on. So they just said, no stars, blackout. And even in interviews, astronauts were like, yeah, I don't remember seeing stars. And I'm like, what? How did you not see stars? Okay, you want to hear my rebuttal? Yeah, I know the freaking reflection of the blah. No, so and it's well, so and the, there are like it was talking about like reflections off of like the moon. So you have like the sun that's hitting the moon, but then the Earth is so much larger than the moon that you have the sunlight coming off of that, kind of like a satellite, like how the moons are satellite. The Earth was acting like that and like sending light waves to the moon. But then also like you think about you're standing outside during the middle of the day the sun's super bright you don't see the stars and so like if you're on the moon in the middle of the day when the sun's shining because they're not on the dark side of the moon it's gonna be hard to see the stars and then even even though we're seeing that the quality of these pictures are so good you take your iphone 11 outside to the um to the to the night sky and you try to take a picture of the stars they don't show up on your camera what is black yeah. Like, I would be like, if there's, like, little dots, like, little stars, I'd be like, okay. But the fact that it's completely empty, like, no stars. But the sun, think about how bright the sun is in the middle of our day. I know. Through our atmosphere. And then think about how there's no the moon atmosphere has. atmosphere Exactly. The moon. So the sun's even more powerful and more bright. Like, it'd be so much. I feel like, I just feel like, if you look at it that way, that if you're standing on the earth, the su- on the sunny side, you can't see stars. And, like, maybe you could blame it that it's because there's no atmosphere. But I feel like you can see stars at night, so it's not the atmosphere's problem. It's the fact that the sun's so bright that it dims out all the stars, like, from the cosmos. Like, they're so dim. Like, even, what, like, Venus or Jupiter's, like, or Mars is one of the planets. Well, Pluto and Uranus <laughs> and uh, all of the planets. One of them's, like, super bright. Venus. But even then, the people are like, oh, that's Mars. And I'm like, what the heck? How do you know that's Mars? Like, it just looks like any other star. So, I mean, it's brighter. Yeah, I get that. But, like, <laughs> even in the middle of the night, like, it's hard to see. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. Whatever. Anyway. I, here's the thing <laughs> at the beginning of this, I was like, you had told me things that I'm like, wow, like, maybe we didn't go to the moon. But, like, the more I read and the more that I'm like, thinking yeah, because that's it, what NASA wants you to no, think. No, I really think that they have more like proof. You're just like, no. spitballing. okay, whatever. Okay. Boom, another one. Angle and color of shadows are inconsistent, suggesting that artificial lights were used, like spotlights. Yes. Um, many photos, shadows don't run parallel, and they appear to take converging angles, which means that there are multiple sources of, sources of light. But when you're on there the moon, more... it's just the sun. No, 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 no. Yes, no. it's there... just the sun. No, Connor. Come on. There's not. If you're telling me we can't see the effing stars, then yes, it's just the sun. No. Okay, you're literally standing. Literally. <laughs> you're standing on the moon, <laughs> which doesn't have an atmosphere, so it's reflecting light off of itself. You're receiving light from the sun, and you're receiving light from the earth that is being reflected from the sun. And you have a giant freaking metal spaceship next to you with no atmosphere deflecting the, the particles, and so that's creating... Yes, I see that. Your pictures are not convincing me. I'm actually getting so much more convinced that we this is something that happened because you have all these with no atmosphere. You don't have the interruption of light particles and you have the way like you're having reflection off of so many different surfaces that can cause things like that to sh- like to sh- cause shadows to look weird and cause 
get it to look. And then also think about how we live in a day and age where filters are all over the place. But like pictures like that, like can be changed in newspaper prints and changed other places. And so there's no. No, but even the original photos do. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of times people see things that have been edited and they go back and they're like, oh, I can still see that when not taking into account that the first one they saw has been edited. And then they there are multiple sources of light that are shining on the astronauts in these pictures. Okay. (laughs) I just feel like you're I'm convincing you. No, you will not convince me. Everything Mm -hmm. you're saying, I just hear blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Are you even keeping an open mind? No, I'm not because I don't. Oh, but the other ones I will. But this one, no. That was that, and I'll tell that was you one why. of our taglines we wanted to use was to keep an open mind. We do use it. We said it in the beginning. No, we didn't. We said yes, it at the did. end of the last one. Oh, I don't remember. But here's the thing. I'm just going to say this now so people aren't like, she's stupid. <laughs> I believe we went to the moon. Okay, yeah. I, I just don't this. think this time we did. I do not believe we landed on the moon in 1969. With Apollo 11. With Apollo 11. I don't think they got there. Do I think we've landed on the moon? Yes, because obviously we're we have that technology, and like I do think it's possible. Like I don't think it's impossible to land on the moon. I just think that there was so much at stake that we needed to at this point, and so that's a fair argument. The I government think. did this because we needed it. Fair. Anyway, continuing. <sighs> um, these ones I don't have like a ton of evidence. They're just kind of like. St- okay um like everything you've had shut up (laughs) there are identical backgrounds and photos which according to their captions were taken miles apart okay um which suggests a painted background was used okay you want to fight that go ahead um i feel like it's the moon how different do people want it like it's not like there's like no not even never mind okay what no you have to no Number of photos. Okay, obviously you don't care enough. The numbers of photos was implausibly high. Like, they took up to one photo per 50 seconds. We did yeah. not have freaking iPhones up there. No, I'm pretty sure I read something where, like, they had the capability of taking photos, like, two every second at that time. Well, so, like, one every 50 seconds is not implausible. Okay. Well, One every 50 seconds? Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I feel like I don't believe that. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I believe that that's possible because it's supposed to be, think about how, like, think about, like, a shutter. I just wrote it down, okay? No, I know, I know. But I'm just thinking about, like, a shutter speed on a camera. Like, the longer you leave that shutter pink, open, the pink. more whitewash it is. So you'd almost need it to be quicker because you have no atmosphere. Like, you'd have so much light trying to enter I'm the camera picturing freaking Neil Armstrong with, like, a freaking GoPro up in space. That would be freaking sick. We should send a GoPro. We probably could. I mean, we should. I mean, I follow the, the NASA, the space station on Twitter, and they always post sick photos. I do like space. And I'm not, like, trying to trash NASA. Like, I love NASA. I love space. I love stars. <laughs> I just... Do you love astronomy? No. <laughs> I like astrology. <laughs> um, okay, this one's fun. What are you? I'm a PCs. Okay, this one was fun. Uh, photos contain artifacts like these two rocks that have seas on them. Connie, did you go to the moon and graffiti? Yeah. Look at this rock. I went and look at that. My initial. Look at everything. that sea on that rock. 
You cannot tell me that that is a fake rock. Because... That C stands for carbon, which for makes up for cock. about like. Oh. <laughs> she didn't say I couldn't say that. Yes, but my nieces and nephews <laughs> listen to this. I found ah. out. So you can't say that. Never mind. Cut that out. <laughs> well, now I have to cut out what I said because you C said it over. C stands for carbon. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm Connor. I do chemistry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. So they had C's on them. And so people suggest say that suggests that they were studio props. <laughs> Um, NASA says, studio. here, look, I'm putting in a rebuttal in my own thing. Oh, okay. NASA says it was an error in the film development. I mean, but true. like in the film development process and in future photos, it's like airbrushed out. Yeah. I'm like, how does beep boop computation error? Now there's a C on your rock. Like, I feel like that's not something that no, just happened. Okay, but think about that. Like that C. Like I get film development like... errors, but like putting a C on okay, something. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on film development, but. <laughs> You're not. I just think of like Stranger Things where you always see what's his face in like that red room. He's so creepy. (laughs) What's his name? Jonathan. Yeah. And so he's like so sensitive about things. So I'm like, could like a hair have fallen on like the. What it, what? That wouldn't make wow. a C on the picture. Kate, but yes, it would because the negatives, you know how like no. you can totally destroy negatives and then it affects the picture. So like if there was a scratch or anything the on the letter C. A C, it's not like it's a freaking, I don't know. A C is just a curve. It's not like it's C the hardest is thing. C cookie. That's good enough for I, me. Okay, anyway. Whatever. Here, here's a fact you might like. It's about your people in Australia. Oh, I love them. Her name is Una Ronald, except it's not because she wanted to be anonymous. She's from Perth. Oh, I don't care about Perth. That's oh. the others. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's so mean. I care about all Australia. Okay, she Also, claimed- wait, wait, wait. Did you know that? Australia so, doesn't exist. No, Australia yes. <laughs> has been attacked. It had a freaking all those fires. It just got hit lasers. With a, um, lasers. Stop, stop. It got hit with a massive hailstorm in Canberra, and then had um, a huge dust storm hit that after it. Ooh, I can't so, wait I mean, to do weather warfare because okay. I believe government controls the weather. And I'm sorry that's such a tangent, but we won't go over it. Don't worry. Oh, we'll go over weather warfare. But I'm just saying, like, if anyone that listens has ways to contribute to Australia, like, I would appreciate it because I'm a poor college student. Have you contributed? Like, yeah, with the negative. Literally, just give two cents. I know. I need to. You can to. save a koala. They're dying. Have you seen those yes, sad pictures of the I've koalas? Pet a koala. Yes. Okay. Stop. Let's <laughs> not bring it up. But I'm just saying, if anyone has any resources, like I would greatly appreciate that, just because I lived there for two years, and so it's it has a place in my heart. So, sorry. Shout out that was... to Una Ronald. Who's? Oh yeah. <laughs> so Una Ronald said that for two or three seconds she saw a Coca-Cola bottle roll oh, across the lower right gosh. quadrant no, no, no. of her screen. I will debunk this one right now. I read that one. And but they listen. were literally she was like, I had to tune in really late at night to watch this. And then there was a Coca-Cola bottle uh, that rolled across the screen and everyone was like, mm, we watched it during a the middle. People no watched listen said the listen same thing. <laughs> <laughs> She was she was like in the middle of the night I saw Coca-Cola and Everyone was like, well, we watched it during the day, which is when, like, we that's when we watched it. And then, so I think she was just either high AF <laughs> or just completely wasted. And she's, like, saw her beer bottle, like, tilt on her <laughs> and was like, I yeah, saw Yeah, I read that one. I thought it was stupid, too, but I wanted to put it in because it's funny. 
Just imagine watching it and well, a Coca Cola like, <laughs> rolls it, across no, the moon. It's like in um the the oh my gosh I Game of Thrones where there's a freaking Starbucks oh, cup yeah, sitting they on got the big trouble. Yeah, that was not good for them. But yeah, it could have been something like that. Oh, sorry. I'm just reading because like I have a lot of stuff and I'm like, do people care about this? I'm just gonna like go over some stuff without like going into it, just for the sake of time. So, one of them says there's appears to be hot spots in some photos that look like a large spotlight was used in place of the sun. We kind of went over the light already. Yeah. Um, oh, like I said, like, about the pre-recorded footage, people believe that it was recorded on a soundstage produced and directed by Stanley Kubrick, which I'll go into. Um, I also found that that claim was false. Like, they couldn't find any proof of that. Of what? That he directed this thing. It was like... I know, but I'll go into, like, why people think it. Okay, fair. Um, One of them was the lunar, like, pictures of the lunar lander. There's no crater under the lunar capsule. And the astronauts say that the surface was powder and, like, so powdery that it leaves a perfect footprint. So, like, how come it didn't show an impact from the lunar capsule? Like, if you look at pictures... Like, there's nothing underneath, but then, like, right next to it, there's, like, a clear footprint. So, I'm just saying that's so much heavier. So, why didn't it leave any impact? Okay, so, I don't know if this is correct, but I didn't read anything that said that they, like, they can see footprints now. But, like, from pictures and stuff, they saw um, footprints. But it didn't look like there was any, you know, disturbance of the, the powder, I guess, underneath the spacecraft. So, it looked like it had been built there or set there. So, that was kind of one of the theories. But then I was reading about that and they were saying that like because of like the gravity difference and then like the the slightly bit of like thrust and stuff that was taken to like land it, it kind of like like so the first like inch or something of the moon is like powder, but then underneath is super rock. It's just rock. So it's not like this spacecraft could like create like a crater in it like it wouldn't that wouldn't happen, but it would the like little bit of thrust would almost like. I don't know. It was super, like, scientific, but I just picture, like, if you're blowing, like, on sand and it kind of, like, smooths it out, so then that's kind of why it looks like it had just been set there. You know what I mean? Like, if air is blowing mm. on, like, powder. So, I just think it's there's more scientific to that, but that's what I was getting from it. Yeah. And then here comes the one, and I know you're going to fight me on it. I've I'm going to fight you on the, everything. I've read the rebuttals. You can freaking tell me all the scientific information of the L shape you want, but I still don't freaking believe it. The freaking flag is waving. There's no effing wind on the moon. Yeah. Then why is it waving? Okay, think about this. No, no, no. <laughs> Look at this picture. Yes, why? I why is it waving? Picture. And you can show me the one on Wikipedia where okay. they took the two next to each other and he moves, but the flag doesn't. But I'm just saying, Photoshop. Okay, so, I mean, this is where I get with the flag, too. You think about, you have this flag rolled up, and you're on the moon where there's, like, little gravity. There's gravity, but it's little. And then you unroll this flag, and you freaking have to, like, hoist it into the freaking side of the moon. And um, then, yeah, it takes a while to fall. You know what I mean? Like, gravity has to work on it some so it looks like it's floating in the wind, but really it's just like the movement of him like setting it up and then it resting. Does that make sense? No. Are you just saying no or like because no, like, it does. Okay. But I just 
It looks like it's waving a lot, though. It does, but I just, like, I just see it as, like, him. I could just picture, like, if I get out, like, a new blanket and I want to spread it over me, like, I flap it out and then I lay under it. Yeah. So if he, it's like a folded up flag that's been in the spacecraft, I would, like, shake it out and then set it down and that would give it, like, the moment, the force or the, the pull to look like it's flapping in the wind as it's com- coming to a rest from the low gravity. Okay. Here comes my favorite part. Didn't you just say that about the last one? No. Uh, no, I said I liked that part. Oh, okay. But here's like one thing where I just... Blows my mind. Where the hell are the original tapes? Dun, dun, dun! Okay, so in 2006, we find out that the original tapes of the live broadcast of the moon landing were missing from nasa archives they searched for three years and then they still didn't find it and so nasa in 2009 was just like oh we probably just reused the tapes and accidentally recorded over them like excuse me what how do you just accidentally record over footage that's like the most monumental thing to american history like, who gave an intern, like, here's some really important documents. And this intern is like, hmm, we won't need I'm this. I'm going to record the Super Bowl on this. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I picture. I'm like, what? That doesn't just. Also. It just makes me mad. I'm like, that can't be an accident. So I'm like, they're obviously hiding something. I mean, I think it shouldn't be an accident, but it's possible it could be. You think about some, like, crappy-paid intern that's like, here's the thing. So, we already knew that that was recorded on, like, 30-year-old technology. Yeah. So, I mean, they're probably like, we're never going to use this again. We've already converted it. It's already been broadcast. It's all over the place. Like, we're never going to need... Why would we need the originals? They were probably like, no one's ever going to doubt that this didn't happen. And so, they just chucked it. And then they're like, oh, crap, everyone's wanting receipts because we were Well, that was in 2006. Yeah. So, it had already been, what? 37 years since we've landed and then there people are like well we want the receipts we want to see we in our culture we're like we want proof of everything and so they're like okay we'll go find it and then they go and it's like oh 36 years ago it's you know what i mean i, I can't even keep track dumb. of my car keys for like 12 hours it just makes me mad like i'm like why no i get it that does it sucks it's just weird to me it is weird but i also, think there could be that's not the only thing that's missing like Blueprints and design and development drawings of the machines involved are missing. Yeah, I read that. I don't um, really have a rebuttal for that one. It's just weird. Do, 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 okay. do, 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 Sorry. do, do, Sorry, I was just reading more information. So, yeah, basically what happened was, like, they reused the tapes. But the official, like, number is there's about 45 tapes. Um, that they have? No. That, that are were missing. erased and re- oh, reused. Dang. But okay, also that was a thing from NASA. Forty-five tapes like, that could be like what twenty minutes of video because stuff like that was super. You know what I mean? It was so there were fifteen tapes recorded at each of the three tracking stations. So okay. like fifteen tapes from each. Place. Yeah, and so all forty, all forty-five of them are missing. Yeah, I mean that's weird too. But yeah. and I just put at the bottom of this whole thing like about the pictures. I just put. How come NASA has an answer to every question? How come NASA has an answer to everything? But if they didn't, I would agree even more that it was fake. That's what you sound like. You're like, I don't want them to have an answer for everything, but I do. I just think it's weird. You're far from the microphone. I'm sorry. 
I'm just uncomfortable. My neck hurts. Okay. We thought laying down would maybe be so nice. So this right? is the like lap. No, I'm fine laying down. It's just like the, my yeah, my neck and my. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Kubrick. How's your back? <laughs> it's, it's fine. Okay. Okay, <laughs> this is the last part yes, in yeah. the like film. Section. Are you talking about him? Like Kubrick. Yes. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick was the director of 2001 A Space Odyssey. This came out. A what Odyssey? 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, I was going for the space, not the uh, 2001. Why? Just because we were talking about the moon and it was in space. All right. I yeah, was that's to be, why people think. It was trying to be funny and you just ruined okay, my job. Have you seen that movie? No. Literally, the opening scene is like of the moon. It's like, dun, dun. Da, da. Actually, I oh. think it's of the Earth. <laughs> but either way, it's like a super cinematic no, I, masterpiece. Yeah, that music. I, I've seen the movie. There's like weird monkeys in it. Not a fan. Okay, wait. Planet no. of the Apes? It's a good movie. It's just really boring. <laughs> Lauren really likes that movie. Oh, do not dislike them. Okay, <laughs> anyway. So he directed 2001 A Space Odyssey, which came out before the moon landing. So before 1969. Mm-hmm. So people believe... That since he was able to create, like, such a realistic um, picture of the moon, just, like, with film production and, like, CGI, yeah. that, like, why couldn't he do it with the moon landing? Yeah. That was what I was trying to use when I was talking to my dad. He was, like, with all of his, like, video background and all of his business stuff, he was, like, with all my expertise, <laughs> he was, like... Uh, it's like impossible that they could have done that. I'm like, but they also made Star Wars yeah. like eight years later. Like, is it really that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Star Wars looks super cheesy, but not really like the planet scene. You know what I mean? Like, you can see planets in there. I thought they always looked. Yeah, cool. they always look super cool. But so I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like so people believe he was like helping produce the like soundstage pre-recorded thing of the moon landing. Ow. Um, in the 70s, his wife confessed to it being a hoax. People the moon proved landing? that to be false. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She so said, it's false. Like, my husband helped direct it. And then people are like, you crazy. In 2015, I love that. there was a video of Kubrick confessing the moon landing was a hoax right before he died. Wait, do we have links to these videos? Uh, I didn't have them. link. I could try to find it. But this was also proven to be a hoax. It was just like someone got splices of different things he said like when they make obama sing songs yes like they did that but with him okay so that's like the kubrick theory that's like not super sound but that's just a theory so one thing that's like a huge like rebuttal that people make yeah um people are like there's no way that this many, like, hundreds of thousands of people were involved in the Apollo missions. Like, there's yeah, no I way saw, that the secret didn't leak. Yeah, I saw there was over 400,000 people involved in all the Apollo missions. Not yeah. just Apollo 11, but all of them. So a lot of people are, like, freaking Watergate, the Watergate scandal. Like, not as many people were involved, but that was leaked. So people are like, if it was fake, someone would have said something by yeah. by now. But, um, conspiracy blah conspiracy theorists say that nasa had compartmentalized all of the work of the apollo program so only like a small number of people actually knew the truth 
while faking the moon landing. Okay. So that's his rebuttal to that statement is like not a lot of people knew about it. A lot of people worked on it, but they didn't know. It's like Alias. So many people were involved, but they didn't know they were working for the bad guy. That's true. I'm just saying. Also, I learned today, this is kind of off topic too, but kind of, that before the CIA was a thing, before like World War II, it was known as the OSS. Do you know what that's from? No. Spy Kids. <gasps> They're like, your mom and dad are members of the I OSS. I freaking watch that movie. I watched it like <laughs> two months ago, and I was like, wow. What does the OSS super- stand for? I don't remember. It was their secret spy organization. <laughs> spy Kids. And like the OSS, that crazy lady that gets her hair burned off. <sighs> It's good. It's so good. Ten out of ten would recommend. Same. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, okay. So that's it with the film and f- photo stuff. Yes. Do you have anything to no, say before I I'm move done. on? Hang in, guys. I'm almost done. Um. So now I'm gonna go into like claims about the environment and why like the environment would have made it impossible for us to land on the moon. So we already okay. talked about the radiation. Don't need to go into that anymore. Um, and these, like, I don't have a lot of, like, I can't really fight you on. Like, I just wrote stuff down. Okay, fair. Because I'm like, here's what people are saying. Like, I just want people to have the information. Um, and then you decide and let us know. Yeah. So, people say the moon's surface during the day is so hot that camera film would have melted. And also the radiation would have caused the cameras to be fogged. So, like, the fact that we have high-quality pictures doesn't make sense. Um, Apollo 16 crew... Oh, this is Apollo 16, not Apollo 11. Yeah. But they could not have survived a big solar flare flying out when they were on their way back to the moon. I saw that, and they actually said there was no recorded solar flares or something. Was this... Wait, which one? Apollo 16. Oh, wait. I didn't read that about 16. I don't know then. Yeah. That's a I thought that was one for Apollo 11, and they were like, mm, there was no reported solar flares that day. But um, Footprints in the moon dust are unexpectedly well-preserved despite lack of moisture. Okay, I could see that. Um, the ledge... Think about it. It's like wet sand compared to like dry sand, like your footprints yeah. doesn't stay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's there. Thing. That's it with the environment. I mean, it talks more about, like, where it could have been pre-recorded and how. Gotcha. Okay. But we've already talked about that, like, yeah, slow motion, harness, desert, all that stuff, and the flag, and yeah. Okay, there was, next. wait, there's this weird place, I think, I, hmm, I want to, <laughs> I can't, I just don't remember exactly, so it's along, like, I-15. in the Salt Flats? No, no, no. So long I-15, so it's either between, like, Salt Lake and, like, southern Idaho, or it might be, like, on the way to St. George. I just know one time I was on a road trip. We were in Utah, and we were – I don't remember if it was on a trip where we were going to St. George or if it was just on one of our trips from Utah, but we stopped at a place that has, like, a bunch of, like – I don't know. It just looked really weird. And I remember my mom making a comment that – or, like, both my parents were like, it looks like it could be, like, the surface of the moon. And then it was, like, one of those things where people, like – had said that maybe it was pre-recorded there. Yeah, it was, I feel like, like super there's rocky. a lot of places in the United States that, like, could pass off as being the surface of true, the moon. True, true. Um, okay, next is mechanical issues. Uh, we already talked about that, how the lunar mod, 
jewels made no blast craters or any sign of dust scatter and you talked about the rebuttal um also air conditioning units that were part of the astronaut spacesuits could not have worked in an environment of no atmosphere i also read the rebuttal on again it got super sciencey so i kind of just glazed over it yeah these are the parts where i was like Oh, I don't want to read that. <laughs> yeah, and it was towards the end right before we started recording, but it was literally like saying like their suits were designed literally to work. Specifically, like their air conditionings didn't work on Earth, but they were designed to work on the moon with no atmosphere. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Take that as you I'm will. just saying like if you want like all the sciencey stuff, go to Wikipedia. Like yeah, they we literally, are not like, here to be sciencey because we, just, we like, are arguing. both are not smart. Yeah. Well, we're smart, but in different things, not this I, kind of stuff. I can always straight up say I'm not smart. I used to be, maybe, but... No, you're smart in some things, but not this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not either. And so, no. like, I'm not That's even going to try to pass off, like, hmm, whoa, and, like, be fake. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons we're so fascinated by this is because we don't know. Yeah. And so it's, like, that kind of stuff is, like, yeah, it's super interesting, but, like, I just, like, trying to be, like, read it really fast and be like oh this is kind of what that like means a possibility to me. yeah. yeah you know what i mean like that's why i try to like dumb it down and so some of the things i say probably like sound stupid or almost like that's not even what that said but like that's what i read and like that's how it kind of made sense to me yeah so especially when we just like history we try to be really good but like, yeah, the conspiracy yeah, yeah parts um next just a short thing about transmission um just according to the technology that they were using and like broadcasting stuff, there should have been more than a two second delay in communications between Earth and the moon because of its distance from each other. Yeah. But typical delays in communication from a broadcast were 0.5 seconds. Yeah. That's weird. Like it shouldn't have been like that good. Like if they were able to broadcast it, it should have been like a bad broadcast. Uh, yeah that's true honestly i don't have a rebuttal for that because i don't know anything about radio broadcasting yeah but i don't know yeah i don't know i do know like wasn't that one of the reasons though they were like trying to send stuff to australia too because australia had like a bigger antenna so i don't know maybe they just had this big a (laughs) antenna that was receiving it i don't know maybe its own freight i don't know that actually that was one of the rebuttals was like Australia, blah blah blah, and I'm like, but Australia wasn't the only place receiving. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next one is like stuff we already talked about, but kind of summing it up was like NASA technology versus the Soviets. Um. The Soviets were never able to fly a crewed craft to the moon, let alone land on the surface. So if they weren't able to do this, we shouldn't have been able to do it either because we were so behind. And I know you argued, like, because we weren't focused on it, blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't add up to me because they did all this stuff. And then all of a sudden we're like, haha, look what we did. Here's the thing. I, before research, I, you, like, we had kind of talked about some of these things. And I was like, yeah, that makes no sense. But then realizing that their head scientist died in the middle of the space race. I think just no, kind of changed it for me. And they're like, he literally like they pulled him out of prison for it. And like he was the head of it. And then once he died, that's kind of when we pulled the head. So then I'm just like, well, yeah, but he wasn't the only one that knew how to do crap. That, yeah, that's true. But and I it wasn't just think, like he was keeping information to himself. Like he true. was sharing it. Yeah. I just think that was like a big thing for me where I'm like, 
it kind of like made me doubt more, I guess. Okay, next. Okay, this was the part that kind of goes into like how I say that the fact that they have all the answers is weird to me. Okay. Um, in twenty twenty. Two thousand two. In twenty twenty. In twenty oh two. Um NASA granted fifteen thousand dollars to James Oberg for commission to write a point by point rebuttal of the hoax claims. Like NASA wanted to write a book and like lay out the hoax claims and like boom 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 we attack you. Yeah. But then NASA cancelled the commission later that year after complaints that the book would dignify the accusations. Okay. So NASA's like, if we publish this book, then people are going to be like, oh, yeah, they're totally fake. They're trying to, like, cover it up. Yeah. So I think, wouldn't that show, like, that they didn't cover it up? I don't know. I Just the fact that they were going to make a book in the first place. I don't, I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying, like, how them having the answers would, like, prove that they didn't cover it up. But I just, I don't know. Okay, fair. I just don't let it honestly, like I want to know what other people think too. Like do you think it's weird that NASA yeah. has all the answers or do you wish that they'd be like, "Well, it happened, but like The thing is just like you can't I wish if you're going to share answers like be open about the whole thing. Like and don't just like put out information a little bit at a time. Like the first accusation of the moon landing being fake, they should have just been like, "Here's why it's not fake." And like brought out all these stuff. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay, fair. Um, that's kind of all I have. Like, I have a couple, like, people and their contributions to the theory and, like, who added what. But I feel like... It would just be going over what we all said. It would just be going over what we all said. Like, it's just specific people. If yeah. you want to see that, it's on the Wikipedia page. If you just search up moon landing conspiracy... There's like a section called conspiracists and their contentions. And it just has like people and what they said about it. Because a lot of people have written books. There's been documentaries, mockumentaries. Um, Yeah, it's definitely not a small. That's one of the. We were so excited to do this one because. It's so big and so many people believe it. And I like that there's not. I don't know. I, for me, like. I don't know what. So, like, after our discussion, like, do you still lean very much towards like it was faked? Yeah, and here's, I probably have said this, like, a ton of times during this podcast, but, like, here's my summary closing, like, my summary closing argument is I believe that we've landed on the moon. Yeah. When? I don't know. Maybe Apollo 17 was, like, the first and last time. Or maybe we've landed on it since and they just don't talk about it. But I do not believe we landed on the moon July 20th, 1969. I think that we needed to fake the moon landing because there was such high stakes. And I don't put it past the U.S. government to do something like that because we've done stuff like that before. Yeah. And, like, it just goes into play with, like, other conspiracy theories, like other stuff that has been faked or manipulated. And so I just think because we needed to win the Cold War and we were so behind in the space race, the U.S. government was like, okay, we'll we're going to we're gonna do anything. And, yeah. like, 
I think we were close. Like, I don't think it was like this impossible feat. Like, I think we were close and the technology was there. We just weren't quite there to like fulfill well, this promise that JFK made. Well, that's okay. So similarly, like we had talked about this before and I was like, wow, like I had doubt about if we had made it. And honestly, through my research, I kind of went the opposite way. I actually think we did land on the moon in 1969. Um, but it's also like there are obviously the reason this is such a good conspiracy is because there are questions that really can't be answered. And I did find it interesting that like we landed um, in 1969 in July, which was literally like what we had another five months until the end of the decade yeah. before Kennedy wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like maybe it would be less of a, like less doubt if we had done it in, like 1970, 71 kind of thing where it's like, yeah, we were so close to the end of the decade. So, I mean, I obviously that was like there are things where I'm like hmm like that's questionable like that's weird but then through like reading about it so much like I kind of went the other way and I'm like I think we did and we learned what we needed to from it like we got some great technological advancements and maybe we don't see it that way but like maybe that helped us get to where we are technologically now yeah so we pumped all that in so I don't know even like I'm also leaning towards that new theory I found where it's like we did land on the moon but we still still pre-recorded it was still pre-recorded and the broadcast that they sent out was a pre-recorded thing see I could I could get behind that one because like you said that first televised Apollo 1 that was broadcasted yeah and it did not go over well with the American people Mm -mm. so like they didn't want to be obviously be broadcasting that if something happened so I could see that but there's still a lot of science that I felt like was behind so I don't know that's where yeah no and I don't Honestly, the science, like, even reading about it, like, I, not convinced, like, convinced a little, like, I read it and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I can see, like, it was nice to see from a more sciencey side because I've always just looked at, like, biased I know. Well, like, that's what I love about podcasts is you can get into it. And I think that's why we like, like I was saying, we like this so much is because, like, obviously when we did, like, lizard people, it's, like, logical tells us that, like, lizard people aren't real. But, like, with this, like, logic goes both ways. Yeah. And so this is why it's so fun and this is one that's so popular, I I feel like, right now. And honestly, like, so honestly, we want to know what you guys think. We want to know, you know, and then you can correct us on anything we said. I'm sure I said a million things wrong. (laughs) Same. I'm not an astrophysicist. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, like, we want to hear from you guys because I'll, literally, I don't remember. Oh, I did. Oh, we did like a poll on Instagram about the first one. And I just oh, seeing it's the, just funny. We got a couple responses and I just loved it. I was like, I don't know. Even if people were just being funny, I was just like, this is just fun because I love Oops. conspiracies. And yeah. just like, and that's why I we're think, doing it. It's like not to like legit find out if something's sure or not. Like, it's just to learn learn about it and you know have fun because i feel like yeah it's easy like when i used to like think about conspiracy theories i'm like it's some quack that's like we gotta (laughs) turn away from the government all this but i'm like no like obviously as we become adults i feel like we find out that the government does things that i don't i guess could be considered shady but then i'd also die for my country (laughs) oh yeah like i I think we're sometimes I think we do shady stuff and do I think our U.S. government is like perfect no but like I love my country we love love living here and but it's um I don't know I just think it's really fun to have fun with the questions because Mm -hmm. you can let the questions be like well is our government hiding things and you can let that like eat at you and become like kind of scary but if you have fun with it like I I think it's super fun then it 
kind of becomes less scary and you can almost make fun of it. So True. I don't know. That's one of the, that's kind of why we wanted to start it is more for us and just having fun. But then I don't know a place to learn about conspiracy theories in kind of a fun way. So, yeah. So honestly, we got some great feedback from episode one. We know this will be what this is episode four, right? So we got a couple. Well, I think it's five. Is it five? What what do we have before that? Yeah. Because we had Malaysian flights, lizard people, um, simulation, simulation theory. What was Epstein? Four? Oh, Epstein. Freak. This okay. This is five. So yeah, so I don't they know when the heck this will come. Honestly, out. people are gonna stop listening to us before then because no, of all of this our. this one's so good. I know. It's so long though, huh? Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We're gonna get off soon. Avalon, have you learned even oh, where people can shoot. find us? <laughs> I'm gonna try, but correct me if okay. I'm wrong. So we love to hear feedback, and we appreciate support in any way possible. So you can follow us on instagram yep. at snacks and tinfoil hats and there's even a link to our email on there there's a link to our email so i don't have to say it no, no I you do. can say it it's c s t f h is it just podcast yes at gmail.com yes so c s t f h podcast at gmail.com and that's at our email and then our twitter is c s t f h p yes that's our twitter yes oh my god that's, that's it, fun. right? That's all we have. Yeah, that's all we have. Right? Oh, and you can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. Yes, and, and we I mean, like, if you I, a rating on iTunes. Oh, too. a rating on iTunes. If you can, bless you. We'd appreciate a follow. Just anything to help us look good. Also, if you find people that like want to listen but they don't have Spotify or Apple or Stitcher and they listen on something else, let us know because that's what everyone we've talked to listens on yeah but like we're willing to open ourselves up to other platforms as well yes so this is i don't know i've had fun with this one it's really long but it's been a good time it's so good uh, all of ours will not be this long we promise but also i guess if we go missing let's just say that nasa did it nasa did do it nasa and buzz aldrin <laughs> okay <laughs> okay bye, okay, bye.